Welcome to the Trends Podcast. I am Rosana Longo Better. Today on the Trends Podcast, we look at the issue of vaccine hesitancy. After an initial flurry of enthusiasm, demand for COVID vaccination has been steadily declining for weeks. This has made authorities think of creative ways to convince people to get the shots. Opportunities for walk-in vaccinations have become increasingly common. Pop-up clinics hosted by trusted community organizers try to inspire faith and get the word out. The state of Colorado is even offering cash incentives in the form of a lottery. Concurrently, the number of cases, hospitalizations, and deaths for COVID-19 continue to decline across the county, in great part thanks to the widespread vaccination. So why are vaccination rates still low and declining, especially in some communities? According to a June 8th COVID-19 update published by Boulder County, Almost 75% of non-Hispanic white residents, ages 12 and up, have been at least partially vaccinated. However, the vaccination rates among other communities continue to lag behind. For example, only about 44% of all Hispanics are at least partially vaccinated. And among Blacks, only about 48%. In this episode, we will hear voices from two clinics hosted by the city of Boulder, one in Orchard Grove Mobile Home Park and the other one in Crest View Elementary. So I'm here with KGNU, the community radio. I'm working on a podcast, and I would like if you can speak to me about, you know, what you're doing here today. Oh, please give me your name first. Okay. Uh, I'm Derek Dorado, and I work for the Youth Service Initiative for the city of Boulder. And today we are here to provide some food, books for the kids, and music for the people. Take care of the kids that come around, and hopefully play with them. Why do you think this is a strategic when you are offering a vaccine clinic? I feel like it's a good way to make sure people know that they're safe and know that things will end up okay because I know there's a lot of fear going through when it comes to the vaccine, but I myself have taken it and I am perfectly fine, I am healthy, and we want to make sure that the kids have fun and when they hopefully when they get old enough they'll also get the vaccine. You know, there's also this um, this thing about, you know, that our community is not getting vaccinated, but it's also that maybe they're not taking into account that our community is a young community. What are your thoughts about this? Our communities are very young, and it is very difficult 
like the way I see it, it's very difficult for like young people to make their own decisions because obviously like growing up you were going to listen to the people who were, have more authority, authority over you but as you get older you're gonna have to start making your own decisions as I have I have decided to I'm, I'm very young I'm 19 I've decided to take my own vaccine and I guess decisions like these and like work and help my community out to make sure people have a brighter future. Well, you have a really good point. What would you say to a young person or a family that has a young person when they come here to the vaccine clinic? Uh, I would say there's a, definitely a lot of people who know a lot, who are here that know a lot about the vaccine and will, of course, answer the questions for you. Um, they know a lot more, especially if they came to me, I would say there are professionals right here. I personally cannot help you because I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. But, but that's a good question. Yeah, huh? yeah, now yeah. I realize it's a good question. What do you think will happen if our community doesn't get vaccinated? Uh, that is also a very tough question. Uh, personally, I, I think it really depends on people's decisions. I'm not here to judge anyone. If no one wants to take the vaccine, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be one of those people who's going to like enforce people to get the vaccine. I just think it's like the way I see it, it's right now it's giving us more of an opportunity to open up again and start fresh with the world that since it's opening up from the COVID just give us a fresh start and hopefully I don't want people to get sick from COVID and I think it would be great. Besides providing the books uh, that I'm going to take a pic um, and the music and the food I also was seeing that you were playing with kids. That you were playing with kids. Yeah. Uh, I work for, like I said, Youth Service Initiative. I am helping run a camp called Getting Fit. And so I, for my job, I always, we take these kids out. We ha play, have lots of fun, so I already have a lot of experience. I have little siblings. I, we take care of them. I love hanging out with kids and trying to make the best of it. I like helping out my community, especially people who were just like me growing up. When you say just like me, can you elaborate on that? Well, when I say just like me, I'm talking about neighborhoods kind of, like for example, like these neighborhoods who are in the lower income. And I grew up in that same situation. I, my mom was a single mother. Uh, we were living off of food stamps most of my life. And I just want to, like, I never really, I got the help, but I was never able to get as much help as I really hoped that people like me in my communities really needed because I was one of the lucky few that was able to achieve those like and get the help and like achieve my goals in life and like I'm still pushing through and that's why I am here to make sure these pe these kids growing up in these neighborhoods knowing what they go through maybe even worse I don't like to compare but I just want to be there for as much as I can help my community out all around my city Cuidado, cuidado. Okay. My name is Rosana and I am with KGNU Community Radio and I'm here today in Orchard Grove visiting you guys because there's a vaccine clinic and I want to ask you if you are going to get your vaccine. I'm not sure. I think I am going to get the vaccine. And yeah. Kind of scientific thing that will keep us safe of not getting this weird new illness. I think it will be like um, protective because um, then... Uh, um, you'll be more healthier and yeah. Especially it seems like they're going to start asking that when school starts next year. Huh? Yes. So you want to be prepared. Do you need to ask your parents to come with you in order to get the vaccine? I'm not sure about that, I think. That's a good question to ask. huh? 
And are your parents around so that they can go with you or no? Yes. How old are you? I am 13 years old. And I see you are playing soccer. Are yes. you a soccer player? Yes. You even have a t-shirt that says Mexico. Yes. Numero 14. Yes. What have you heard from all those players uh, that are playing, you know, around the world? Do they get the vaccine? You know, what has happened? Like, do you know if they have had, like, the testing, the vaccine? What's going on with them? Oh, so basically when um, everything started, they had to um, do the temperature and um, test test every, like, two weeks. And then I, in this point, they um, all have the vac- They mostly have all the vaccines. So I think that just like them, you soccer players should get the vaccine. That's my advice. But then again, you need to make sure that you ask your parents if they go with you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to pass to the others. And I want to know if you are going to get the vaccine. Yes. And you're a really good soccer player. I have been seeing you kicking that ball hard. Yeah. Are you planning on getting the vaccine? How old are you? Uh, Eight. Okay. So do you know if eight-year-old kids can get the vaccine? Yes. No. I mean, no. How old do you need to be to get the vaccine? Uh, like, you don't know? I can tell you, you need to be 12 years old and you can start getting the vaccine. But if you will have 12 years old, would you get the vaccine, Chiquito? Yeah. Yes. So as soon as that opens, you're going to get it? Yeah. Okay, sounds really good. Yeah. Are you afraid, though, of that they will pinch you? No. You're a strong guy. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me interview you. Okay, senor. Where are we right now? Uh, we're in um, Orchard Grove. Where do you go to school, you guys? Uh, I go to Columbine Elementary here in Boulder, Colorado. And this morning, it seems like there was a vaccine at Crested View for kids, but now you have it here in your neighborhood. Are you planning on getting the vaccine? Do you have the age appropriate? Uh, no, but I will be planning when I have the age to get it. How old are you? I am a 10. I'm going to be 11 this year. Mm. Okay, okay. So you still have to wait a little longer. Oh my gosh, your friends are playing soccer. Is this something that you do every afternoon? Uh, yes, we do to practice every day and get better. Well, there's amazing soccer players in Boulder High and when they play against uh, Fairview, oh my gosh, I remember my kids. It was awesome, it was like a huge party. Are you planning on also playing for Boulder High? Uh, yes, because it will be a fun opportunity to like, um, to be a uh, better soccer player in your life. What are your thoughts about those kids that will never get the vaccine and will never have the chance to, you know, feel secure now that school will start next year? Um, I feel like, like um, they should wait. Uh, if they're like little kids and they can't get it yet because they're not old enough, then just wait until your turn. And once you, you well, who knows? Maybe the vaccine will be, they will develop a vaccine for little babies yeah. fast, huh? Were you vaccinated when you were little? Do you know? Has your mama told you? Uh, I don't really know yet, but 
Um, like those teeny vaccines when you were a baby and you kind of get feverish and pain and crying like a baby? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I remember that my mom told me that uh, that I needed to get shots before uh, just for my health. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that is common, huh? Um, is there something else you want to say to me? Like advice to other kids or something? Uh, for little kids that like want to get the vaccine and stay healthy, just wait for your turn and be healthy. Yeah, exercise. What else is important to be healthy? Um, eat, play, uh, drink water, stay healthy and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, tell me how old are you? I am 16 years old. Perfect age to get the vaccine. Please tell me where we are and what just happened right now. Um, so we're in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, I just got the COVID vaccine, um, like first shot. I feel good um, trying to help the world just so we could get over this pandemic and we can help like everyone else just see that if we did it and we're okay, like they could do it as well. They could be okay. Yeah. Do you know, are you aware that Jared Polis Governor Jared Polis recently put out a news saying that whoever gets the vaccine goes into a raffle and this raffle will give you $50,000 to go to college. Wow, no, I did not know that. I just um, found that out, but that is exciting. That is really good. Um, I feel like that that's something that will help a lot of people just so they could go get the vaccine and help the world. Um, and especially like people who don't have money to like go for college, like that, that's a big, like that would help them a lot. If you will have this opportunity, if you will be the winner of this scholarship, what would you decide to go to school for? Well, um, right now I am thinking about going for um, psychology, hopefully to help um, people and just, I love listening to people and just being able to help them. So I would probably major in that, yeah. Today you came with your parents to get the vaccine. Explain that so that our listeners know that if a young person wants to come and get the vaccine, they require to have a parent with them. Yes, it is required to have a parent with them just so um, if you ever like feel dizzy or something with that, um, it just helps them see like, oh, you're going to be good with it and they can help you like, I don't know, feel safe. Like that, that was, I, I was glad I had my mom here just because I felt safe and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be fine because I have her here. Going back to this scholarship, what I know is that Jerry Polis put out this note that if you get the vaccine, you get into a raffle but the important thing is that you must have your name, your last name correctly, your date of birth. It's almost like the data needs to be correct, otherwise they cannot find you. Yeah, yeah, that's really important because it, it's something that just helps you identify yourself. And they, um, here in the COVID vaccine helpers, like they helped us like make sure everything was correct. They asked us multiple times if we had a, um, our names and our uh, last names written right and our birthdays. That's really important. But any any moment they mentioned to you this scholarship, this opportunity to get money for college? No, they did not mention that. Yeah, I just found out by you. Now with this uh, knowledge, what are you going to do now? I'm hopefully going to go out and talk to people about it and just let them know that they could have this big chance to go to college and like um, just being able to further your education. That's going to be nice. Which school do you go? I go to Boulder High School. Tell me your story about deciding today why you came today to get the vaccine. Sure, yeah. Um, well, I'll say my name is Olivia. I'm 27 years old. 
I came today because I heard through a friend of mine that they were doing vaccines here today and it seemed like the easiest way to do it. I've been meaning to get it for a while now. Um, everyone else I work with and all of my friends are vaccinated and they're all hoping that I get vaccinated too. And I felt that it was the right thing to do. And so I came today. We are here, there's a line, it's not a huge line, but there's people and there's old ages getting the vaccine. And you know, it, this is target to our community because here in Orchard Grove, the majority of the people are Latinos. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of talk about that Latinos are starting to get vaccinated, but not as much as the Anglo population. Why do you think this happens? I think that it might just be misinformation. Um, you know, like the, the information about the vaccine and all this, all the rumors about how scary it can be is getting out there. And um, I, I was very scared to get the vaccine, but I know that in the long run, it's going to be the right thing to do. And I feel very confident in the, in the fact that it's the right thing. And I'm happy that I did it. If you get the vaccine, would you be protected against variants? Um, well, they say that if you've had, you know, the CDC and everything, that the reliable sources that you can look at say that if you get the vaccine and you've had COVID, you are more protected than anybody else out there if you have that combination of those two things. So I really wanted to be as guarded as possible because I went through hell when I when I had COVID. So I don't want to do that again. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm pretty sure your mama made sure that you got all the vaccines. So if you can speak about, you know, this idea that when we have babies, we go ahead and we run and we get the vaccines. But now we're hesitant about this vaccine. Yeah, I will say that um, the hesitance is, you know, it's valid because people are scared. And so it's okay to be scared, but I get, then again, you have to think about what vaccines have done for us in the past and, and all the things we've overcome because of vaccines. And you have to trust that the doctors and the medical professionals know what they're doing and that it's for the best. So I'm starting right now. And here's my card if you want. I'm not going to change your words. I'm going to be extremely respectful. And I want to know why you are here. And if you can please give me your name. I'm here because I live here. I'd rather not give my name. I live right there. Okay, so you live here in Orchard Grove. And we are here. There's a vaccine clinic. And you have your thoughts and you have your own ideas. And I'm here to listen to them and to record them. I'm beyond hesitant. There's absolutely no way that I'm going to get the vaccine. Why do you think this vaccine can damage you and others? It was it was it has not been properly tested. It has been tested previously on animals, not this generation of the quote vaccine. It's not a vaccine at all. It's a gene manipulation, it's a genetic therapy. It programs it changes your your own body to make the spike protein that's what they that's what they actually admit to your body makes the spike protein so that your body then attacks learns to attack the spike protein that makes no sense your body is learning to attack something that your body itself produces there are all sorts of very detrimental health effects that have happened from this vaccine that the media is covering up people are having heart attacks and strokes you've heard of the blood clots Right. That did come out in the media a little bit, but not nearly the extent to which it's actually happening. People are being brain damaged. I know a person personally who got the shot and spent a week in the hospital because she couldn't walk. It paralyzed her. 
She eventually recovered so that she can now walk with a walker, but she doesn't walk freely. You have the right to express yourself and you have the right to be standing here in your neighborhood. Absolutely trying to protect the community. I believe that a lot of people who are taking this vaccine are going to get very ill and ultimately die. There's very strong evidence that uh, it will sterilize people. Pregnant women who are getting it are miscarrying within a couple of days after taking the vaccine. The quote vaccine, it's not a vaccine. Are you here also to speak to the people as they come in, to give them um, advice of not taking it? I've tried to do that. None of them, nobody has really wanted to talk to me that I've tried to talk to. I'm here not because it, this clinic is here. I'm here because I live here and it just happens to be right across from my house. What do you think, you know, when you see the clinic here and people getting the vaccine? I'm watching my neighbors be harmed. <clears throat> I'm, what, I'm anticipating that long-term, my neighborhood is going to be very, very ill. You're worried, you're concerned. Very concerned. So I was able to also interview for my other podcast, uh, people that just think just like you. I'm going to name somebody, Bridget Mars, that I follow, and she's great. I know, I she continues know. producing stuff for KGNU. And I also was able to interview a beautiful Latina lady who also only takes care of her health with uh, plants. How do you take care of your health um, when you are you know, really deciding not to take the vaccine this time. I try to take care of myself, you know, eat well. And, uh, I'm strong, a strong, healthy person. I don't see why would anyone get a vaccine for a disease with a 99.8% recovery rate. And it's 99.8% recovery rate when they suppressed all of the effective medications. The hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin, there are several of them. So you feel confident of the research, the personal research that you have done. Where do you get this research? Where do you get this information from? There are many sources. Um, Natural News is a very good source. Uh, Infowars is a very good source. Would you feel confident to give me your name? My name is Mike. I will not change your, your words. I will be very respectful. Please give me your name and tell me what you are doing today. Tina Eden, and I'm with my daughter who's getting her the first shot of her COVID vaccine. And you are waiting for her to see if she gets a reaction. We are here at the Crestview Elementary School. People are coming in, they're getting the vaccine. If you allow me to speak with your daughter and just ask her about how she feels today, about doing this, getting the vaccine. Is that okay? Uh, Julia Eden. Uh, tell me, you are getting the vaccine today. How old are you? I'm 15. And are your all your friends also getting the vaccine? Tell me about this. Uh, yeah, all my friends that I know have had their um, first or second shot. Um, There's people that, that are hesitant of taking the vaccine. What do you think about that? Um, I think that, you know, it's 
can be valid to be hesitant about getting any like shot or medical procedure, but you know, there's science behind it. We're trying to keep everyone safe and it's important that at least you look into it and don't just say no. Hello, my name is Shanae Easterling and we are here at Crestview Elementary School in Boulder, Colorado. And we are here in the post-op section. We are waiting for patients to do their post-op after they get their COVID shot. Um, basically, we sit and wait for the customers to get their COVID shot for them to see if they have any reactions or if they're having any side effects from the COVID shot. It's so hard to reach out to our communities. Why do we need to make an extra effort? I'm saying communities of color, underrepresented communities. Um, just to keep everybody safe and the community safe and to keep everyone's environment safe for everyone to be able to um, enjoy themselves and be able to have academics and be able to be out in the world without being cautious. It's hard to reach to them like even if you bring like the coffee, the donuts, you set it up super close to communities, they still don't come. I would say some people are skeptical, especially the minorities are skeptical about um, the COVID shot. My personal preference is because when the COVID came out, nobody really knew what the COVID was and now there's a vaccine for it. So I just believe a little people of the minority are just skeptical because we really don't know what the COVID shot is and what the side effects are. So I just believe um, once we just keep having more activities out where, where it's more opening and more um, free for people to come out, I think it'll be more, people will start coming out more to get the shot. Yeah, because before, you know, making an appointment, being asked to bring your ID, to bring your insurance, to bring, you know, all that, it's not easy for communities uh, that experience oppression in a way. Correct. Um, it's a little bit difficult. So sometimes it's easier for you to register online, for you to register online and do all that online. It's easier for you to just come in and just give your name or to have your, your COVID card with your name and date of birth on it. It's a little easier for you um, just to go online and register as well. I know that there's people in the medical field that are not getting their vaccine. What are your thoughts about that? Um, my personal thoughts, I personally haven't got the vaccine shot. I am a person of the minority. Um, I haven't got the vaccine. Um, for my personal preferences, um, I just recommend that everyone just do it at their own risk and at their own experience. And I believe once this first, um, once this first shot goes out and once this first spear goes out and once everybody um i believe once this first spear goes out of the shots and once people see that everyone's doing fine and everyone's not having as much as side effects i think that it'll be opening for everybody else to come and get the shot and then we will be less fearful you know the action of getting this vaccine because forever i remember having my babies and the first thing I did before exposing them to society, let's say, was to take them to get all the vaccination. Of course, there's people that cannot get the vaccine because maybe they have an illness that prohibits them to take this vaccine. What are your thoughts about this population that will maybe never get the vaccine? Everybody's bodies is different. Um, it just depends on the person's body and their beliefs and how they take care of their bodies. 
For instance, if someone's been getting um, vaccines from birth, I recommend that you continue to get the vaccines. And if it's someone that's have not been getting vaccines or someone that's against the vaccines, I just recommend that you take care of your body from your own preference. Everybody has their own preference. Just because the government is telling everybody that we're recommended or you have to get the vaccine, I don't recommend getting the vaccine. It just depends on everyone else's preferences and how their bodies are. At the end of the day, this is a free country and we have choices. I really want to understand again because you were talking about your profession and what you do here. I'm a phlebotomist and what a phlebotomist does, I could take anything off of a human body as far as body fluids, skin, nails, hair, and to get a diagnostics. And you are here so that you can give information about, you know, if they have reactions. I'm looking, this is the last table, so you will do that. Explain to me your work. So basically what we do here is we would um, sit with the patients after they get their vaccine and we would give them a certain amount of time to sit after they get their vaccine just for them to see if they have any side effects or if they're feeling any type of way. Um, if they're noticing that they're starting to feel any, if they're noticing that their body is feeling un, unnormal than what they were before they would get the shot and then that's when we would take other um, procedures to make sure that the patient's okay. So once again, I would just recommend that everybody do their own, their own personal remedies to keep their body safe. The people that aren't getting the shot, I would recommend that they don't get the shot. And the people that are getting the shot, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. So um, my personal preference, I would just recommend that anybody that's in the minority to stay where they are and not to get the shot. If the government then requires a card that will say, if you don't show me this, you are not allowed to come in. That's a HIPAA law. Um, so I just want to inform a lot of people that it's a HIPAA law. Just because that there's a car that says that they're vaccinated, it's a HIPAA law. So if I was to go into a restaurant without a mask on, and if someone says, where's your card? It's a HIPAA law. There's a HIPAA law that's still out there. I could tell you that I'm vaccinated, but I'm not required to show you my card because that's my personal, um, that's my personal information. So I'm not required to show anybody my, my HIPAA, my card that I'm vaccinated. You know, I'm really happy uh, to find you here, especially because you are at the vaccine clinic providing the service, but you have your own opinion and you are taking care of the people that really need to see if they get a side effect. So that's, it's super key. If you just want to say something else about this issue that you choose to be here, you choose not to take the vaccine, but at the same time, you choose to provide a service that is unique for the people that take it. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everyone says America has uh, their own freedom of speech. But as we look at it, with, as we're looking at it now, how we're being pushed to get the COVID shot, we're kind of necessarily don't have our own freedom of speech. But I just want to be a part of the community and to be a support, but at the same time, I want to be able to stand up for my people and our rights at the same time. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Please tell me the reason why um, the service of interpretation this morning here at the vaccine clinic is super important. And please give me your name too. Oh, my pleasure. Um, David Lauman, that's L-A-U-M-N, uh, professional interpreter for Spanish. And the reason why it's really important to have uh, professional interpreters is because that allows people who are non-English speaking to have access to the healthcare system and for them to be able to have clear communication with providers um, and providers to have clear communication with them. 
so that uh, they have the same access to the same level of service and at the same time reducing the possibility of medical errors uh, or drastic consequences to the patient's health that could happen through miscommunication, which can happen if you don't have a good interpreter. And by having good interpreters and professional ones, uh, that not only minimizes the risk of some sort of uh, negative consequence of not having clear communication and again as I said earlier it allows uh, non-English speakers to have the same access or to be on a similar footing at least in medical encounters and that's why it's very important uh, when when you are holding a vaccination clinic. That was David Lohman, Spanish interpreter. For Border Mist, Shanae Easterlin, Tina Eden and her daughter Julia Eden young residents, Olivia, and children, and Derek Dorado with the Youth Service Initiative. They all spoke with me during the recent Vaccine for All clinics in the city of Boulder. For KGNU, I am Rosanna Longo-Better. The Trends Podcast series is made possible with support of KGNU listener members and Community Foundation of Boulder County. 